from Studio B and PaulPoteet.com. Paul Poteet and Tom Davis. Well, welcome to the Paul Poteet Shows and make yourself comfortable. I would like to say that that is a uh, delicious alcoholic drink, but uh, it's already, I'm recording this 7 o'clock on a Sunday and it's a school night and ah, who needs it? Although I guess I, I was drinking Thursday evening with some friends. And by drinking, really, one drink, it wasn't a, wasn't a big deal. But I don't, I don't think I ordered until about seven o'clock. So, you know, I could be passed out by final jeopardy if that kind of hedonistic attitude prevails. Anyway, people should drink more often on the radio. <laughs> I have gotten castigated many times for making eating noises. On the radio, uh, it just depends on the circumstance you're in. Uh, you know, I, I'm involved in some longer conversation, and then sometimes, you know, I'm I'm involved for eight seconds at a time on the radio, and so I don't need to have a mouthful of mixed nuts to make it through that. But uh, I don't know. I'd like to. Uh, I sometimes I think I'd just like to identify as a diabetic, <laughs> to because that's the trend now. Uh, just to explain away some of my. Uh, constant hunger or thirst but i know i'm not i give blood all the time and i'm pretty sure they tell you um after scraping the platelets and and sucking down the pine i'm sure they would tell you like if you (laughs) if you have diseases i'm pretty sure about that that uh especially the you know the big ones they'll clue you in on they tell you that your pulse and your uh, blood pressure it's a great reason to give blood hashtag psa no, I would like to say that that's uh, what I was just pouring is alcoholic. By the way, if I'm going to pour it, I'm going to drink it. So, hang on. I'd like to say it's alcoholic, but it's um, <laughs> it's not even a good diet drink. It's a diet drink. Now, if I told you I was having Diet Coke, <clears throat> well, okay, fine. A robust Coca-Cola with all those calories. I can see why, uh, you know... <laughs> A man in his late middle age is is uh, fighting the spare tire and, you know, needs to be careful. But no, it's diet ginger ale <laughs> from Canada Dry. Like the ginger, like the re- real ginger ale is going to is going to put you over. I don't know how many mice have died from having real ginger ale. But uh, no, this is um, actually this is made from real ginger, even though it's diet ginger ale, according to the. Canada Dry can. Now, I wonder if this has uh, that stuff in it. What's that stuff that's in uh, that's uh, supposed to kill you now? When I was a kid, the stuff that was going to kill you was, um, oh, uh, saccharin. That was it. <laughs> On a list, you know, an ever-changing list of things that's going to kill you. But it was saccharin back then. And uh, so everybody switches to uh, equal. And uh, what's the one I'm on now? <laughs> It's that's not a good way to put it, is it? Uh, not equal. It's the pink pack, or no, the yellow packet. I couldn't tell you. Anyway, I I now I'm like uh, when I make my uh, sub- sugar substitute choices, I'm like a an eight year old kid. I just you know choosing clothes. I just go by you know whatever the color tag is in it. Anyway, uh, it's not equal. Equal is blue, right? Splenda. That's what I have. When I'm uh, when I'm feeling very metrosexual and getting my cappuccino at Starbucks, uh, I always ask for three Splendas, which is indicative of again my diabetes. I'm now identifying, self-identifying as Wilford Brimley. 
So anyway, I'm having this um, uh, this Canada Dry, and I don't know if it has whatever the equivalent of Splenda in it. I can tell you what right now, and let me put on my uh, my commercial voice when I say, not a significant source of calories from fat, saturated fat, trans fat. Is it okay to talk about trans fat? Trans fat, cholesterol, dietary fibers, fiber. <laughs> One is enough. Dietary fiber, sugars, vitamin A, vitamin C, calcium, and iron. Percent daily values are based on a 2,000-calorie diet. Your mileage may vary. Talk to your doctor about Canada Dry Diet Ginger Ale. Uh, it says <clears throat> carbonated water, citric acid. That's the refreshing part, isn't it? The citric acid, I bet, is the best part of this. Sodium citrate, sodium benzate, malic acid. Okay, now here, once you cross the second acid threshold, that's the uh, that's the test. That's the acid test, I guess. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> I'm 52 years, and I never really knew what the acid test was. Now I know. Uh, asp- aspartame. Is that how you say that? If my brain wasn't so destroyed from it, I would know how. But I think that's what's in uh, the uh, Splenda, right? Aspartame? I don't know. Caramel color, natural flavor. You know, we live, we worry about so many things that are going to uh, kill us, you know, of this ilk, of these uh, uh, genetically modified Canada dry cans and the uh, the like. We live longer than, as far as we know, (laughs) than any other humans have lived on this planet, but yet we are obsessed with that uh, extra three months that we might be missing because because of those three Splenda cappuccinos from Starbucks. I refuse to participate because I feel that uh, that worry might be also something that shaves years off of your life, if not months or hours. Okay? And who, have, who among you, by worrying, can add a single day to their life? I add that because I'm recording on Sunday and because I'm a pretty steady Lutheran. So anyway, I'm having a, a can of Canada Dry. Now, we've restarted, we've established, and when I say we, I don't know why I'm saying we, I'm sitting here alone in a bedroom, <laughs> which is the way I do my best work. Hang on. For those of you <laughs> radio listeners who <laughs> feel that that would have been a good spot for that, you're right, it would have been. I feel my do my best work alone in a bedroom. <laughs> and much like most of my radio work, that dates back to when I was a teenager, too. But uh, we had we I had uh, restarted a presence uh, among the podcasters, you know, RSS file, the whole nine yards. It's a significant capital investment, you know, starting one of these up presence on iTunes, SoundCloud, you name it. Uh, We're just about to be picked up by the Dumont Network and uh, (laughs) and uh, Channel 23. So uh, we have done a couple of uh, Paul and Tom shows. Now, uh, Tom has has been ignoring my entreaties lately. So I am, for this episode, I am also, besides assuming uh, the identity of Wilfred Brimley, I have now also decided that I identify as Tom Davis, as well as Paul Poutit. So that's why we could run the open and we'll run the close and no one will be the wiser. Uh, you may scoff at me. You may uh, make jokes about me, uh, although you watch it, Jamie Foxx. I'm watching you. 
you may make jokes about me identifying as a Tom Davis, but uh, I felt it for a long time, quite frankly, uh, because every once in a while I would have a, a feminine tendency and I would just try to sublimate it, you know, like I do most feelings. And uh, it just keeps it keeps coming back up. <laughs> if it keeps coming back up for more than four hours, see a doctor. And also carbonated water, citric acid, sodium citrate, sodium benzate, malic acid. Uh, and so these, you know, feelings would come back from time to time. I would find I was unnecessarily emotional. And uh, what's the word uh, uh, that people use? Some bitchy, you know, and, uh, and petulant. And I would overanalyze things. And I thought, you know, there's no denying this anymore. I am going to put on some... Uh, more out of style clothes and dye my hair blonde and and look 30 years younger and just come out as tom davis and so that's what i've done now and i hope that you will all stand with me uh hashtag stand with paul in this uh brave move uh, for being both tom davis and uh and the more familiar extremely more familiar uh, Paul Poteet. So, welcome to the Paul and Tom show. It's a heavy burden, quite frankly, carrying uh, both on my shoulders, but I think I'm uh, so far so good. I release, you know, if this gets to be too much uh, work for me, I mean, I have talked now for, I suppose, like 10 minutes uh, to you, the listener, with no no hit records, no sound effects, kind of. And um, and no commercials or anything like that. Although, would it kill you to go buy a spa this time of year or uh, to get ready for for later in the year or to enjoy a nice, you know, in-ground outdoor pool? You don't want, you know, you don't want one of those above-ground numbers. People will think you are at the Beach Grove Walmart when you're not in your backyard. No, would it kill you to go out to family leisure and, and drink in all of their things that they have on display? They've got like a, they've got... Pretty much half the city of Lawrence, you know, is annexed over there to the Family Leisure Building on Pendleton Pike. It wouldn't kill you to go to Family Leisure, where family and fun come together, and it wouldn't kill you to go sample a car at Bill S. Chevy. They are a um, a mix sponsor. What else do I have for you? One hundred seven nine, the mix for those of you that aren't Indianapolis listeners. And uh, who else do we have? Oh, Premier Laser Spa. I'm getting I'm getting my shoulders rubbed again, or whatever the term is. <laughs> Really, there's no term for it. You don't really feel anything. It's uh, well, I guess you you get like a little, ding, ding, you know, from time to time, a little uh, twinge or something. It's pretty painless. Of course, I'm just having a small area done because I like to try it before I make you buy it. Okay, that's why I spent those three weeks in the hot tub and got all pruny at Family Leisure several years ago before I signed on with them. Anyway, so there's a Premier Laser uh, spot too. And several other, you know, sponsors and in different cities and such. But no, I haven't uh, paused. Other than that, almost imperceptible break there. I haven't paused for sponsors or songs or any of that other uh, crap. And I haven't used the F word, uh, as the kids say right now, because you know I I like to work freaking clean. Okay, I'm I'm on a record as saying that now. Uh, what I do have for you in uh, terms of topics. Uh, that we were going to do on, on a Paul and Tom show had Tom been able to make it were, well, I guess it was Bruce Jenner and, uh, and the Kmart or not the Kmart, the Walmart, 
Nobody is really wasting their time with Kmart material anymore, I guess, are they? Those blue light jokes. They 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 kill with a fifty plus crowd, but you can't use it on a on a on a contemporary station anymore. Uh, so those were our topics, I guess. The proposed topics there was Bruce, and uh, there was uh, Walmart, and so I've kind of you know I guess in a way sort of touched on those right now as much as I want to touch either one of them. So thanks for coming. Uh, you know we basically covered drinking, I guess, at the very beginning of it, and I'm only. The real reason, you know, that I'm probably just going to put the brakes on this right now is that, uh, you know, we normally go for like half an hour with two people. And even though I'm identifying as uh, Tom Davis, some might question whether or not I am still, since I only have one penis, whether I am still just one man. And so I think no one's going to begrudge me just doing a half of our typical half hour show. So if I make it to 15 minutes, I think we'll all be impressed by my stamina. If you were impressed by my stamina for more than four hours, please see a doctor. Carbonated water, citric acid, sodium citrate, sodium benzate, malic acid. I'm a sucker for callbacks. I can never remember, remember for purposes of punchlines, I can never remember, is it three hours or four hours on those commercials? You might think, that's stupid. Why did you ever get on the radio 35 or 350 years ago, whatever it was? How do you, how do you, how did you get on TV? But these are the kind of things that bother me because I want the reference to be right. So I can never remember if it's three or four hours. And you know why that is because there's no blood left in my head. Uh, so anyway, I wanted to talk about the Canada dry, <laughs> which we covered at the beginning. And, you know, now I want to just want to get back to it because I'm just looking at it and it's just like, Oh, finish up. Thanks, Paul. But I would uh, tell you this, that sooner or later, Tom Davis, he's going to have some more free time soon. Cause he told me the other day, he's, you know, like, uh, like you go through your 401k from time to time and you look at the, uh, you look at the stocks or the ETFs or the uh, mutual funds that aren't performing the way you should, or at least I do. And then you say, the hell with you. You know, you're out of here. I got to retire by the time I'm 55. People, are you aware of the business I'm in? I mean, it could all fold at a moment's notice. And so, you know, from time to time, you have to go in and get rid of the um, of the inefficient investments that you've made for your future. And I, th- I think maybe Tom is doing that, too. So I think he'll have more time in the uh, future to join us here on uh, what we call the Paul and Tom shows. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to finishing the Canada Dry. Uh, Somebody on Twitter today was bringing up Long Island iced teas. Oh, I know what it was. I heard a song uh, by the time, you know, that song about O-E-O-E-O, that song. And uh, one of my funnier Twitter correspondents said that reminded him of some uh, lounge in Kokomo and uh, Long Island iced tea night. And let me tell you that there is no night that for me anymore that is Long Island iced tea night because I had an unfortunate exposure to those early on in my radio and, and general life. It was 1983. It was a WNDE, WFBQ Christmas party. You know, place, places of business <laughs> used to put on these things that were called Christmas parties. Hang on here. I have to rock on my front porch for a few moments and explain to you the good old days. They used to do these Christmas parties. Oh, they were something. I mean, they uh, give away prizes. You know, we have a, or we had up until recently a TV in another bedroom that is not outfitted with microphones and video cameras in another bedroom uh, in this very broadcast building 
that had a television that we had won at a, I think, a WTPI Christmas party sometime in the 90s. Give away all of these huge prizes, free drinks, which is a problem with broadcasters because these are, you know, by and large, broken people. (laughs) It's a mixture. It's it's the best mix, if you will, of uh, reprobates, reprobates. I probably could say that better if I if I was drinking. Reprobates, uh, broken people, unhappy childhoods, you name it. And so, and then you add in those two terrible words, which should be on on the list of seven that the FCC bans, and that's uh, open bar. And that was this 1983 Christmas party. And I don't think I'd ever, I don't know, I don't think I'd had Long Island iced teas before. I'm from a really small town, and, you know, I was a guy. So there wasn't a lot of, of uh, mixed, or not not a lot of cocktails, <laughs> which was the name of that great PBS series <laughs> that I did too in the eighties. Tales from the cocktails. Um, it was edgy, so I didn't have any Long Island iced tea experience. Although I will tell you that I um, spent an evening with some white Russians uh, as a teenager. Uh, that's a whole other uh, episode. Well, I guess you know theoretically I can go half an hour if I want to. Uh, I went to another Christmas party. Really, I just got into radio for the Christmas parties. Uh, When I was, oh, I probably had just turned 17 at this Christmas party because I started in commercial radio when I was 16. And we had one for WHLT in Huntington had a Christmas party. And uh, WHLT theoretically stood for what Huntington listens to. Although if you were a uh, Weizsaker in that uh, Berg, you would say, why Huntington likes television. Get it? You wouldn't say that on the air because we weren't doing that kind of radio. But, uh, you know, as radio goes, it wasn't horrible. And and they had a Christmas party, even though they were paying, God, whatever it was at the time. I think it was two, I'm going to say it was like two ninety five an hour in 1979. I should get my inflation calculator webpage out because it's probably not that different from what radio stations are paying now. Hang on. Now... This is like this. If something lasts three or four hours, thing I've got to know. Let's see. If you're making, all right, 1979. You ever go to this thing online? It's really it can be an eye opener. Two. I'm pretty sure I was making two ninety five there. So now per hour to make the same thing I made then, you'd have to make nine dollars and sixty one cents an hour. And I can tell you that there are people. I'm pretty sure in Indianapolis who. And this was Huntington, Indiana. This wasn't even a medium market. This was a uh, what, what they call a small, small market. So you would be making now like $10 just to keep up with that. <laughs> okay. And I had free white Russians at the Christmas party. I, I had no idea what a white Russian was either. <laughs> because Yakov Smirnov hadn't, you know, hadn't broke yet. It was 1979. So who knew about these white Russians? So I'd had, but they're very delicious, and I don't remember what's in them now. It's kind of akin to a grasshopper, which, again, is something you don't see much of anymore. <laughs> you may, it's like making references to Christmas parties. on a, on a If you were doing that on a, on a radio station aimed at 20- and 30-year-olds, it's going to get you nowhere. But uh, So I'd had a couple of these uh, white Russian. The, the program director was uh, some lady who was buying me, or not buying me, uh, telling me to have these white Russians. <laughs> Cuckoo, kachoo, Mrs. Robinson. <laughs> Again, well, the, that was the overall reason that I got into radio, in addition to the Christmas parties, was the, uh, op, you know, 
<laughs> the request lines were always open. So I had some minor white Russian experience, is my point there, in 1979. And then it probably just, you know, was uh, beers and rum, rum and Cokes <laughs> up until the dreaded Long Island iced tea incident of 1983. And then it's some, somewhere along the, the way, I don't know, you get older or whatever, uh, my father-in-law got me into uh, a pretty strong um, whiskey habit that continues to this day. Although, unfortunately, not tonight. Tonight, it's he was from, from the north in Wisconsin, but this is even farther north because it's Canada and it's dry, like your host. So uh, I switched to whiskey at some point in the uh, probably the mid to late 80s, and I haven't looked back. Uh, looked back. <laughs> Hello, my name is Paul. I haven't looked back. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, you still can't beat a Manhattan. I, I, I never, ever am tempted to order a Long Island iced tea. I want to know that I'm having alcohol, I guess, is the, uh, is the point that I arrived at sometime after becoming an actual responsible adult i think it's a good idea i don't know maybe okay maybe if i were at a shishi restaurant and that also had ice cream uh maybe i would go for a grasshopper i you know or a white russian <laughs> after a long day how many of us haven't said oh, i could go for a white russian especially when you've seen those pictures of putin riding that horse with no shirt on that's just the way I'm identifying these days. Well, I hope you've enjoyed uh, this moment. And uh, let me finish as Tom Davis. As I say, uh, Paul, you've monopolized most of the conversation. And now I'm going to go into my bedroom with no microphones and cry softly into a pillow. Follow Paul and Tom on Facebook and Twitter. And listen to the archives at paulandtomshow.com. Subscribe through iTunes or listen on your smartphone with the Stitcher Radio app. Thanks for listening.